Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Living the Sweet Life. I'm your host, TJ Sweet, and on this podcast, I'll talk about ways to live with intention, reshape your mindset, and look at the world through a grateful lens. Today, I want to talk about, on this Mindset Monday, I want to talk a little bit more about some, maybe some unique ways to shift your mindset to a grateful one, or to a living life with intention and to the fullest and looking forward to things in your life, right? And I've talked about this quite a bit uh, on every episode, but really this is really trying to find some new ways that might resonate with you to encourage yourself or maybe even encourage somebody that you're the most grateful for or somebody around you to kind of look at things a little differently and uh, start to kind of take a different perspective uh, in life. And so, you know, like I've talked about many times, the... You know, gratitude is really just this foundational building block to the most positive emotions that we have. And it really is kind of this idea of a, you know, the one thread, right? This one consistent feeling that weaves itself through joy and connection and abundance. And I want to talk a little bit more about abundance today, uh, but I really, you know, that's a, that's a, a product of thinking differently. So we can't just think abundantly. We have to think about the world differently to then feel abundance. So really, it's the lens through which you know we can start to transform our perception of the world and of ourselves, which is so critical. Well, the, the idea of gratitude and the concept of gratitude, again, I've talked about it a bunch of times and you've heard it a bunch of times. The journey to truly embracing it requires some maybe different approaches and you know, I heard a guy talk about the other day about eight plus two is 10, five plus five is 10, nine plus one is 10, two plus eight is 10. So what I'm getting at there is there are many ways to get to the life that you want to be living. It's easy to fall into this trap of listening to somebody who's had success in one way and then trying to do it. And then we fail at that. And so maybe we've tried a gratitude habit in one way, but we failed at that. There are different ways that have different impacts that work in different ways for all of you. So my goal really is today is if you've been a five, if you've been trying five plus five to get 10 for a long time now, maybe I want to try to offer you an eight plus two. And, you know, I want you to start to believe that there are different ways to get to where you want to be, to get to a new mindset, to seeing the world differently, to seeing yourself differently, to um, having the relationship that you want, the career that you want, just the mindset and the life. As soon as you open your eyes, that can be different. But it starts with just this idea, one, believing it's possible, and then two, understanding that it's more about being curious about finding a new way than being upset or worried that somebody else's way doesn't work for you. So I want to talk about some unconventional ways. Some of these will feel pretty similar, right? But um, some of them may be a little bit different. So just kind of, again, sit back and kind of open your mind to possibilities, when I say these, you're going to instantly judge it and say, I can or can't do that. I know that. That's probably pretty normal. But sit on these. Sit on some of these and think about it differently. And so the first thing I want to talk about is a gratitude journal. That's so simple. Everybody talks about it, but not a lot of people commit to it. And if they do, they do it for 21 days. And then if they don't see their life changing in 21 days, they think it's not for them and they give up. But gratitude journals are obviously a popular tool for focusing on the positive aspects of lives and who we are and who we have around us. But why not add just a little bit of a twist? What if you did a gratitude vision 
board. Collect images, quotes, um, pictures, and words that represent who and what you're grateful for and what you want to manifest. So instead of just writing down three things in your life that you're grateful for, which you'll typically look in the future or look in the in the past or in the in the present moment, this little twist of putting your purpose, putting who you're the most grateful for up in front of you, writing their name, putting a picture of them, thinking about them often, this update will kind of, this update to a gratitude journal will create this visual representation of your gratitude and it will inspire you daily. And this is something that's really worked for me. So it's a matter of um, understanding what I'm grateful for and the people that I'm the most grateful for, um, you know, and then, and then thinking about them daily, thinking about how I can be better for them thinking about how I can love them better, how I can show up for them better, how I can be more patient, how can I be more challenging, just how can I be supportive? But with this constant reminder and this visual of the people, you know, for me, the person that I'm the most grateful for um, and, and just thinking about how I want to impact their lives and just that helps me focus more on who and what I'm most, the most grateful for. But this vision board then helps you live a life that is in alignment with that, that makes you want to aspire to manifest more great things with those people and for those people. So the th second new way to kind of work on some different uh, ways to work on abundance and gratitude in our lives is this idea of a reverse bucket list. Did a lot of research on this and just trying to understand really what does it mean because it's not just as simple as, um, you know, a bucket list is, is things you want to do uh, or maybe things that you've always aspired to do. This idea of a reverse bucket list helps you stay more present on your journey. So instead of listing what you want to achieve, consider making this list the reverse bucket list, which is actually an inventory of accomplishments, experience, and moments that you've already had that you cherish. This practice can shift your focus from future desires to past achievements, fostering a sense of fulfillment and gratitude for the richness of your life's journey and helps you understand how far you've come, how far you've come in a year, how far you've come in just two years, two and a half years, whatever it may be. Just thinking about how much you've been able to do Often that thought alone helps us see all of the things that we're grateful for that happened over the last couple of years and the people that we've um, now have in our lives. And then it gives us this inspiration of what is to come, right? Because maybe the best is yet to come. So write down those things that you've done, write down the accomplishments, write down the trip you've been on, write down the moments you've had um, with people that you love and that you're grateful for. And, and then also spend some time on that list and maybe that list alone will help you cultivate a new bucket list, but it may look a little bit different. Now, the third way, the third strategy is something that's not going to be easy. It's going to take a lot of self-awareness. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this. That's why I wanted to bring it up. It's something that I work on all the time too. I'm not there yet, but it's challenging yourself. It's an embracing this idea of a no complaint challenge. So challenge yourself and others in, in your circle to go a day, a week, or even a month without complaining. Now, 
this exercise in, in mindfulness really kind of helps you become acutely aware of how often negative thought patterns happen to us and why it happens. But it helps us redirect our energy towards what we can control and what we are grateful for and what we still have, even though our life doesn't necessarily look the way we want it to. But when you catch yourself about to complain, replace it with a statement of gratitude. That's a very tough thing to do. But just imagine if you if you did that more often. Now, when I'm sure a lot of you are listening to this thinking, well, that's unrealistic. But what if we just did it more often? What if we had more conversations with the people that we're the most grateful for about them and about who they are and how the impact they play a role in our lives? Because you know what? The people that I'm the most grateful for are also my safe place. They're also the, the people that I know I can come to and vent and complain about things in my life. But it's not complaining to bring anybody down. It's complaining because I know it can be better and I want it to be better. But it's also super, super healthy to have that healthy outlet. Not somebody that judges you for it or somebody who, you know, um, criticizes you for complaining or being negative, whatever the words are. But just think about what if just a day that you tried it and then you intentionally had somebody in your life that is that safe space for you that you said, you know what, on Mondays, let's just focus on what we're grateful for. Just start there. I think that idea, right? I've heard people say, I haven't complained for a month. Um, honestly, I think that's, that's tricky, right? And so like, there's no rephrasing a complaint. There's no, um, I'm just not going to document it because it's whatever. Um, but again, this, the, goal, the whole purpose of this is really just to think about how often are you finding yourself slipping into negative patterns or negative mindsets and who are you with whenever you're thinking like that? Because again, the people that I'm the most grateful for help me shift into a positive, optimistic, grateful, loving, hopeful mindset where there are certain people in my life um, where it's the opposite of that. And I feel negative and I look at the things um, differently in my life and, you know, um, I just, I don't feel at my best. Right. And so um, just being aware of who you're with and how you feel and how often are you positive and how often do you get to vent? But when you vent, does it actually relieve your stress? Those are the safe spaces. Those are the people that love to keep you company, that love to just help um, be a soundboard for you so you can let go of that stress so that you can let go and move on and um, grow from it. So. Uh, the fourth one I want to talk about is, is sometimes too, it takes a little practice at this, but it's, uh, I kind of want to call it practice radical appreciation. So extending gratitude to, um, to people sometimes can kind of feel a little mundane and simple and, you know, but, uh, if you, if you stop and think about, um, really truly extending gratitude to those, what seem to be mundane and, or challenging aspects of your life. Appreciate your daily routines, um, maybe even a traffic jam, maybe even a drive, uh, but just see those as an opportunity for mindfulness or even the rain. You know, I see, I hear a lot of people complain about the rain and, you know, it does so much good for the earth and for grass and for different things. And we have the ability to honestly, for the most part, know that it's coming so we can dress accordingly and bring an umbrella, but complaining about the rain but loving the gra the green grass doesn't make any sense, right? Or complaining about the rain, but loving a rainbow. You can't have one without the other. So sometimes it's just this radical in the sense of very not normal appreciation for things that typically you wouldn't have appreciation for. That's the whole point of this. 
And so for me, um, you know, I've had seven knee surgeries. I can barely walk right now, but I have health. I have three, um, I have two healthy arms and a healthy leg and I have lovely people in my life that support me. Um, the people I'm most grateful for, um, call me and check on me and, um, pour into me and bring, you know, um, just bring good energy to my life. So that I'm actually grateful for these moments to really get to see and really appreciate those people even more in my life. So the last one I want to talk about, or actually there's two more, excuse me. So, um, this idea of a thank you experiment. So you'll hear me talk a lot about the words. I appreciate you, but this one's a little bit different in the thank you experiment, right? So conduct this thank you experiment where you express gratitude to everyone you encounter for the entire day. If you say thank you more than please, that's really the goal. Now I'll give you a couple of simple examples of which we probably just take for granted and it will feel radical as well. But maybe it's the barista, maybe it's somebody at Starbucks, maybe it's somebody at the grocery store, but that barista who prepares your morning coffee, um, what if you, right, um, saw them differently? And what if you genuinely thanked them, not just to thank you because they made you a cup of coffee, but like thank them for being there and say, I appreciate you for being here. And, you know, they are somebody, somebody. And conveying this sincere appreciation isn't just about getting a response. So if you're saying, I appreciate you or thank you to get a response back, you're not ready. Just say that you appreciate them and say thank you to them for who they are, for what they're doing, for making great coffee, for always bringing positive energy, for them just being who they are. That makes people feel seen. Another example of this is when I'm going through the grocery store. Sometimes I go through self-checkout, yes. But those times I go through the register, I don't just... Um, sit there and silently wait to pay. I thank them. I ask them how their day's going. I, I thank them for being here. And just the idea for somebody else to say to you, I appreciate you being here tonight. I know you could make other choices. I know you're taking time away from your loved ones and your friends and your family, but I appreciate you choosing to be here tonight. If you say that because you actually mean it, it will create a ripple effect of positivity in your life and in the people's lives that you actually say that to. It's going to feel a little weird at first, but uncomfortable leads to growth. So get comfy being uncomfy. Now, the sixth topic I want to talk about is visualizing, right? This is another skill, but visualize your abundance, visualize all that you have and harness this power of visual visualization to amplify your sense of abundance. And, you know, for example, like during a meditation or a quiet moment, just picture the areas of your life where you desire more abundance, where you want something more. You start to believe that there's more, whether it's love or wealth or health, your career. Just imagine sitting in that space of abundance and feeling the joy that it brings and the fulfillment that it brings. And, you know, really pause and think about what what. When it comes to what does abundant love look like to you? What is abundant wealth? What is abundant health? What does abundance in your relationship look like? Take some time to think about where you are and where you want to be. And that those, um, those two spaces right there can help you shift into a space that will make you realize that there's more to come, that maybe the future is better than anything we've ever imagined. 
Now I want to talk about, so I just have um, three more here and uh, these last three are a little, a little atypical. Uh, and this is kind of where I, I've, I've been able to recognize in my own life that gratitude is not just a thought. It's actually become more who I am. So this idea of being grateful through adversity. So it's maybe one of the most profound shifts that I've ever experienced in my own life and in my own mindset. But cultivating gratitude for challenges and adversities that we faced helps us see the next adversity differently, but it also gives us more self-confidence. And so consider how these adversities have shaped our character and and taught us resilience and and maybe even guided you towards different opportunities that you didn't expect. And, you know, you know, adversity in retrospect can really often become a powerful source of gratitude. But when things don't go well, and you have a space in your heart and in your mind to where you can still find something about it that you're grateful for. It may take some time, but if you can think about that, think about the loss, the challenges, you know, the, the things that didn't go as planned. How can you be grateful for that? How can you find peace throughout adversity and knowing that um, life is happening for you, not just to you? And then this next one, uh, these next couple actually, um, really thinking about this idea of sharing, sharing your gratitude, uh, what you're grateful for with a friend or somebody you're the most grateful for, um, you know, regularly exchange what you're thankful for and what you're grateful for and who you're grateful for. This practice really deepens the connection and reinforces positive thinking. And it also gives you an entirely new fresh perspective through the eyes of somebody else. And so oftentimes with this, uh, we, we stop and think about um, doing something as a community because we are meant to, um, to do things together and we're stronger together. So whenever you stop and think about what you're grateful for and you share it with somebody else, that other person may not have the same three things. So whenever they respond back to you and they have three things, I'm willing to bet most of the time, some of those things you could also be grateful for. So then just in that one second, your three things you want, you're grateful for just turn into four, maybe even five, maybe even all three, or maybe they inspired a thought. They ignited this fire and this thought of, oh yeah, I'm also grateful for that. That's the power. The ritual of sharing that I'm talking about is a multiplier. And so it also helps you be accountable right? But it also helps you see and learn more about the people that you love and people that you're the most grateful for. It's one of the most powerful things that I get to do. And it'll take people off guard, um, you know, ask people, you know, what couple things are they grateful for? What three things are, you know, even the three, two, one, right? The habit I've talked about a bunch, um, asking people to do that is um, something that you really learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about the people that you love. And, and there's nothing greater than getting to know those people more. So the ninth one, I only have 10. So the ninth one is really about detached giving. This is something that has come as as an outcome of my grateful mindset. But it's give without expecting anything in return. It could be your time, your resources, maybe even support um, to somebody. Uh, But it also cultivates this deep sense of gratitude for the ability to make a positive impact and even in the smallest ways. But it becomes more of an identity. When you give something, whether it's yourself or your time or your efforts, to someone else because you get to, everything around you will stop feeling like a have to. And when you give because it's who you are, that cup fills itself up as as you give. 
So think about a cup and if you pour out of it, right, you think there's less in the cup. But what about if your heads if you if your mindset is focused on the idea of the opportunity to give to these people that you're the most grateful for actually fills your cup, you put that cup back down and there's the same amount of waters in it, which makes you feel free and abundant. Like that's the best picture of abundance I could paint for you is a glass that's full of water. You pour into the people that you're the most grateful for and you put the black, put the glass back down and it's still just as full because you're love, you're lucky and blessed and grateful for the chance to have those people that you're the most grateful for in your life at all. That's what fuels me every single day. Now this last one is, is the 10th one here is about the gift of presence. And this is something that is also similar to a lot of things you've heard. It's simple, but it's one of the most powerful things. And it's one thing you'll never regret, but challenge yourself to be more present. Turn the TV off when somebody calls, stop doing what you're doing when somebody calls, or if you focus a lot and you can really, um, pour into somebody while you're doing an activity that doesn't take your attention, but maybe, um, kind of, uh, inspires thought. I know a lot of people that you know, they clean or do laundry or, you know, do different things that don't require sound um, to while they're talking to people. And that's when they are their most creative and they have, you know, but that's when they're present. But also whenever you're with the people that you're with, be there, be where you are and be fully present in the interaction in the full experience. Because again, like I've said many times before, moments become memories when we're grateful for in the, when, when the grateful during that experience. And when you're with someone, be there wholeheartedly without distraction or agenda. And, you know, this act of giving your full presence becomes this mutual gift to both yourself and the people that you're getting to be with. And it really does kind of cultivate and foster this gratitude for the connection that we have. 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago in my life, I used to let those connection moments and those moments go by with other people. And, you know, I've really recognized, especially over the last probably two and a half years, being present, being with the people that I'm with, giving them my undivided attention and, and caring about them and remembering what they told me and remembering experiences with them and replaying them in my brain has been the most enriching experiences of my life. I don't count any cost. I give without expectation. I love because I get to, I give time and I give effort because I know how grateful I, I'm because I'm so grateful that I get to have the people that I'm the most grateful for in my life at all. I don't wish the moment were different. I'm just so present with them that it becomes fulfilling just being with them regardless of what we're doing. So you know, um, as I kind of wrap up here, just kind of recognizing that this journey of gratitude, it, it goes deeper and I could talk for hours about how this has transformed my life. And, but this idea of abundance. So I, I wake up every morning with the sense of gratitude. I wake up before my feet hit the ground. I think about who I'm the most grateful for. And I think about how I can show up for them. And there's purposes in the set first breath I take when my eyes are open is fueled with purpose because of the people I'm most grateful for. And remember, it's not about suppressing challenges or acting like everything's perfect. It's not that it's about embracing those things differently. Maybe responding to those things instead of reacting to them as often as we do. 
It's about shifting your perspective to find the beauty and the lessons in, in life and everyday situations and, you know, recognizing what things are instead of always wishing um, that they were something different. And, you know, as you explore some of these unique things I talked about, these 10 things, um, you know, you'll start to unlock this door to a mindset of gratitude and a heart of gratitude and a soul of gratitude that can completely transform the way you experience life and reveal the sense of abundance in places that you may have never have imagined. So I'll run through them real quick. So the gift of presence challenge, practice detached giving, the, the ritual of sharing what you're grateful for, finding gratitude and adversity, visualizing your abundance, the thank you experiment, practicing radical appreciation, embrace the no complaint challenge, the reverse bucket list, and again, the gratitude journal with the twist, which is a gratitude vision board. I hope um, if you have questions about any of these, please reach out to me. Um, please, I can let you know how I've done all these different things throughout my life and um, just trying to find unique ways to touch your life, your heart, so that you can then touch the lives and the hearts of the people around you in more meaningful ways through gratitude, through hope and love and optimism. Please subscribe to this podcast. It comes out every Monday. I'm grateful for the chance um, to uh, do these for you every week. And for the people that um, I do them for, I appreciate you and I'm grateful for you. And if you have questions about what I do um, as far as coaching clients or, you know, um, speaking, it is really easy to find on tjsuite.net. And uh, you can go on social media and find me, TJSuite underscore, on pretty much every platform. Very easy to find. Please message me, um, someone on my team or me. Um, they will definitely let my team will let me know if anybody messages us. And I will follow up with you personally to make sure that we um, get to your question. Um, and again, our gratitude to you will be that we will reach out to you quickly. So um, again, like I wrap up every episode, uh, I hope you share this with somebody. Um, share this podcast with somebody that you know and love and never underestimate the power that you can have in somebody else's life. And just to always remind you that you always have the power and the choice to reshape your mindset, live with intention, and look at the world through a grateful lens. Until the next episode, never stop.